Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, March 27, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? As usual, we'll start with the daily chart see what's jumping off the page, we'll take a look at the bigger picture. We're going to look at the weekly chart, and I'm going to show you a couple of things of very important that I'm looking at. We'll go over some ancillary markets. We'll see which ones are weak. We'll see which ones are strong. We'll see which ones are giving an indication of what might be coming in the near term. First, let's go over the weekly layout. Is there anything really significant on the board this week? Other than you have the end of the quarter. So maybe if you believe in this, I don't necessarily buy into this anymore. Window dressing, window undressing, what is that? That's when the fund companies and such start buying up stuff to make it look like they had it all quarter or they shed stuff or sell stuff that they don't want you to know they had during the quarter. I'm not sure a whole lot of that goes on anymore because under most conditions, any investor can see what they're holding minus some various hedge funds. Doesn't really matter. Let's get back to the daily chart. What's jumping off the page? Well, all we're really concerned with from a bull bear perspective for now, is she above or below the trend line? She's above the trend line. Therefore, we know it's not bearish. Doesn't mean the market's going to take off right away to the upside, but it's not bearish in terms of opening the trap door. It's Irene. The trend line is Irene. So above Irene, she's okay. Below Irene, the floodgates can open up. So Mrs. Market is sandwiched in between the convergence of these moving averages, the 20 and the 100, and the 50 period moving average. No revelation there. There's nothing that we can derive from that information. So what should we do? We should go to another chart to see if anything else becomes clear when we go to from a daily to weekly chart. Weekly chart, we have a breakdown candle. We've got something to work with. Did the market climb or attempt to climb up to the high or near the high last week of the big breakdown candle? Which breakdown candle? This one right here. So did the market get high enough? So last week's high, for example, was 402 and a half. The high of the candle is all the way up at 407.45. So I'm not really going to say that that's a college effort, a college try. So what we do know in a bullish scenario, if the market's pushing up, where is that bona fide overhead resistance going to come? Well, it's going to come somewhere in the vicinity of the high of that breakdown candle. We don't know they will get there this week or whenever, but what we do know is if they do go up there this week, call it 407, give or take, for argument's sake. If they do go up there this week, there should be garden variety of overhead resistance. Inside the number members, we'll have a beat on the precise and exact numbers if she goes up there. Here's something important. You might want to write this one down. Allah put it on a sticky note. The trend line right about now this week comes in right around 386 and change, whether it's going to be 387, 386 and a half. We'll see. Depending on the day, it's a downsloping trend line. But what we can say is 
390 is important. This is what you want to put on the sticky note. 390, A, is support, and below begins to open the door for the trend lights. Not that far away, but you should know the number. And if they get below and start closing daily below 390, it's kind of like Irene took an Ambien. What about inside the numbers? Did anybody make any money today? The short answer is, yes, they did. Let's go find out where that happened. Here's a snapshot of my inbox. How about the top two? Monday profit. Thanks, David. 52.35 gross profit. Next one, up 1,600. There's more stuff in here. Just picked out two that I wanted to highlight for you. Can you imagine all the stuff that comes in the box, the chat box from the Inside the Numbers live room, other emails that comes in? Watch what happened today. Happy Monday. The overnight crew conducted a small but effective goose operation. We'll start with the bull pivot, 399. If above, opens the door for another leg higher. Let's start setting the table. Right of the vertical is today's activity. This is a 10-minute chart. Want to show you how high they got, but not to the actual bull pivot. The high is 398.92. 399 was a short this morning. They came up slightly short, but that doesn't mean we didn't get a trade out of it, does it? We've got some other stuff here. This is the zero dark 30 stuff. This is the early look, the big picture look. So if they get above, you got 400 above. But below 399 isn't exactly bearish, but they can pull back a little bit. Maybe all the way down to 395.70. That was the gap. We'll get more into that later. That wasn't necessarily the first buy on the board. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. 9.15, here's the story. 399, give or take, is overhead resistance. We already saw that. Around there, including a spike of it, they should have a reaction for a scalp short with potential. Any trader that front ran the 399 got the short with potential. What about the other side? 397.65, if reached sooner than later during the morning rush, is the first place and slightly aggressive for a bounce back in the other direction. Back to the pictures, we think better that way. 397.65 is the horizontal trend line. After making an attempt to go up to 399, they came all the way down. They gave us the entry, certainly in the live room. A lot of traders were in this one. And then what did they do? They turned around, went right back up in the other direction, close to almost getting to 399. Plenty of traders got plenty of profit on that trade right out of the gate. First trade of the day, nice way to start the week. Posted on the board before the opening bell. 931, 397.65 is the first place of support. So right out of the chute, we're saying it twice. That's pounding the table. By 9.39, they came down. It was showtime for the Bulls to play defense. By 9.42, the scalp portion is over. Hold for 399 or more. They came up eight cents short. You profit in front of the place. So therefore, you don't look like a fool chasing them back down in the other direction. You want to sell into the rally, into strength. Don't make them go all the way to the number. Food for thought. Trading 101. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. Each and every day, everything that is available to read the market is in here for inside the numbers and inside the numbers live room viewing pleasure. We're talking about it real time in the room. Traders are taking the trades in real time in the room, obviously. 
see you have another, and we talked about it at zero dark 30, 395.70 was the gap, and that was another area of interest down to the 395 zone. Back to the five-minute chart, need I say more? You came up short here, then all of a sudden you got them in here, and they bounced back in the other direction. This one was also the spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction trade. They've got some unfinished business. They have a gap in here, so therefore they come up short, they fake you out, they come back down, look like a failure. And this is the discussion that we have in the live room. They're going to spike the low, fill the gap, rip it back up in the other direction. What did they do? Absolutely that. No secrets, no surprises. We talk about this stuff in real time. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. Everything you need to be effective during the trading day. Three stocks on the move today. Nothing hit its entry objective. So all three were essentially off the board. They didn't exist. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Remember the 169.29, 169.30? There you have it. Spike the low, rip it back up in the other direction. Where have we heard that before? They had a nice update. Relative strength in Camp IWM, up 1.3%, two and a quarter in dollars and cents terms. What are they doing? They're climbing the breakdown candle. Can they get over the breakdown candle? That would be uber bullish into the moving averages if they can clear, if they can close candles above the high of that breakdown candle. The high is 177.35. We don't know that they can get there. We don't know that they will get there. But if they do get there, expect a bull bear battle over there. By the way, same routine with the breakdown candle on the weekly chart of the SPY, 407.45. Same routine. Expect a bull bear battle if they get there. When you look at the weekly chart in Camp IWM, you see a big breakdown candle, and now they're just going sideways. So even though they were up a little bit today, from a big picture perspective, you're below all the moving averages. The 100 is here, and look at the convergence of moving averages here. Not easy to get above this stuff. Can they run a retest from underside? Yes, they can. This is a weak tape. It's a weak chart. If they bounce, they run into the moving averages. That's 10 bucks away still. It's not that close. But if they get above the moving averages, that's a different kind of tape. The IWM is my favorite market leading indicator, but the weekly chart is ugly until it's not. How about my second favorite market leading indicator, the folks down at the transportation department? Bigger picture, they're eating time off the clock under these moving averages, heading toward the top of the range. If they get above the top of the range, into the convergence of moving averages, they get into the convergence or above that, then they start climbing the breakdown candle into the 50-period moving average. That's the progression. We don't know they can get there, but there will be bull bear battle in there. Think about it like this. Another way to think about it. So you take this range that we just talked about. This is a bearish pattern that the longer they do this, the more likely it is that they're going to break down in the other direction. But they don't always do that. And if they don't and they break up in the other direction, what are they doing? They're releasing the same energy that would have went in the southern direction, releasing it up north. You'll get a big rally to where 14.5 or above toward the high of this breakdown candle right here. That's the way it works. Put that on a sticky note. What about the Q people? A couple of things going on with the Q people. So first, 
Last week, they ran a test of the high, and they have yet to get above the high in a closing basis. Is that bearish? No, it's not. They can. They're eating time off the clock, and they have yet to be rejected. What does the rejection look like, if there were to be one? They would have to come back below 304. Why is that? Because that's the last breakout area in the sequence. So the market runs up here and is summarily rejected. On the way back up, it busts through it, goes to another place, tests the former pivot up here, and can't get through. So first, it's going sideways. If they come down to run a test, where's the first place they're going to run a real test of? The last breakout area in the sequence, 304. Get below 304 and start coming down, and it takes the old highs off the table, the bullish pattern off the table, the eating time off the clock off the table, all that stuff off the table. What if they can't even get back down to 304 to run a test? Now, they popped above, and they came back to 304, but they didn't really get too far above. Now they're above. Now that is a real breakout area, still bona fide support until proven otherwise. What about the XLF? Well, the banks had a nice day. You're getting a reprieve. Silicon Valley Bank's assets were bought by Citizens First or First Citizen or Second Citizen or whoever it was. It doesn't matter. So the impression from the marketplace is that they're in a cleanup operation of some of the assets that were troubled and could, if not are, causing a contagion. We don't know yet, but for now, the sentiment is that they're cleaning up the issue. Whether that is true or not true remains an open question. And here's my take with the financial system, the Fed, and all the other regulators that should have been on board with this kind of stuff. A, we said this before, where were they when Silicon Valley Bank and some of these other entities had issues, had holes in their balance sheet, lower capital ratios than they needed to? Where were the regulators? So that being said, why should we think they have a handle on it going forward? If anybody has a good answer on that, please post it in the box under the video. You know, the old comment section about Smash Mouth. Why was Smash Mouth down today? Why were the cues down today? Well, we don't know the answer to that, nor do we care. All we do know is it's a divergence from the S&P and other stuff that was up. So we know that the semi-space is a good proxy for the tech space. Usually when we're in a risk-off situation, they're buying up the tech space, the Qs, the semis, and a whole lot of other stuff. Not today. Interesting information, puzzle piece on the table, sticky note worthy. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend and there's nothing wrong. So whether or not this is just a pullback operation to run some tests at some lower prices, stay above all the moving averages, that would be totally fine for another push higher. Just when there are divergences, you pay attention. We'll see if they can morph or do morph into something more as the week goes on. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.